Welcome to the Mama Truth Show, where soulful mamas embrace the whole truth of the messiness and magic of motherhood. Check us out at mamatruthshow.com. Here's your host, Amy Ehlers, the Wake Up Call Coach. Happy Mama Truth Monday, mamas. It's Amy Ehlers here with another Mama Truth Show. Okay, so... Remember that time when you had a baby in your belly, if you ended up giving birth to your children, and all of that anticipation of going through childbirth. And I don't know about you, but for me, I was pretty terrified with the prospect of pushing a baby out of my vagina. Let's just be real, right? I was like, what? This does not make sense. How is this going to work? And then, of course, the beauty of pregnancy is the longer you go on, the more you become at peace with it because, let's face it, it starts to become very, very uncomfortable being really, really pregnant. So when I was preparing to give birth to Evie Rose, my youngest, I decided to do this mindful birthing course. And I read some books on it and I did this um, uh, audio course on it. And I specifically, it was like a hypnobirthing type home study course that I did. And I found it invaluable. And I really started practicing visualization of how I wanted the birth to go, of course. But beyond that, acceptance that the birth was going to go the way the birth was going to go. Now, I'll definitely remind you, go and listen to show number one about childbirth and my whole view and perspective on childbirth and about how it's actually not our birth, it's our baby's birth. So, you know, it's how they needed to come into the world. And so we don't, like, I feel like we're a co-creation, but it's not just up to us, that's for sure, because Lord knows my first childbirth did not go the way that I wanted to, to go at all. But with Evie Rose... I really entered into this very meditative state. And I remember during the teaching process of the hypnobirthing and the mindful birthing and all of these things that I was studying, the biggest thing was how to be present with excruciating pain, because let's face it, it's painful giving birth to a child, especially if you're not doing drugs. Um, doing drugs. I made it sound like that. But you know, if you're not doing medication, which I did with my first, but then with my second birth, I didn't actually ended up being able to do it naturally, which is what my intention was. But I just, you know, how to be with excruciating pain and not suffer, not resist it, not try to push it away, not be okay with it. And I really started to understand that if I could simply be present with the pain, and one of the things that they had you do in this course was just in your brain as you were thinking about the pain, like there was the pain, there was the fact of the pain, and then there was this other layer called our perspective about the pain, the way that we're holding the pain, the way that we're thinking of the pain, the way that we're coming to the pain, if you will. And what I realized is that usually for me, when there's physical pain or any uh, any emotional pain, any kind of pain, that there is this tendency to judge it, to shame it, to feel like something's wrong here with the pain, to make up all these stories that just feel like crap. So instead, what I really learned was about describing the truth of what I was feeling. So I would have a contraction, and in my brain, what I would do would say squeezing, squeezing, burning, burning, tightening, tightening, squeezing, squeezing, burning, burning, tightening, tightening, or whatever other pain I was feeling 
of like, ouch, ooh, yeah, burning, ouch, ooh, stretching, ouch, ooh, ah, you know, what have you, right? So there was this way in which I would just describe it. And it took the judgment out of the pain. And when I took the judgment and my story about the pain out, the suffering was so much less. And then the beautiful thing, with my second birth anyway, was that then I would have these moments where the contractions would stop and I would get a break. And because I had been so present in the pain, I would then be present for the relief from the pain. And I would be present for the experience of non-pain. And I would even be present for the beauty that was in the room. The we, I had this beautiful candlelit birthing suite and I was in a birthing tub and I had my husband there and my sisters there and they were loving me and they were asking me questions in, in between contractions. And I was able to laugh in between contractions and just enjoy the bliss of not being in pain and the beauty that was surrounding me. It was really a profound experience. And then I will say the last 40 minutes of the birth, I couldn't even have a perspective about the pain because I was pain. It was almost like this experience of just being, like some people say it's an out-of-body experience. I experienced it as a full-body experience. Like I was nothing but my primal, animalistic, mammal self body had taken over, brain no longer working, baby in my arms. (laughs) That was my experience for the last 40 minutes. So as I've been thinking about this tumultuous time that we've been in, in the world, in the country, just the craziness of natural disasters, the craziness of what's going on in our political landscape, the craziness of what's going on in different ways in people's lives that I love, personal lives, whether losing loved ones or diagnosis or whatever, right? Started to really look through the lens of what would it be like in my life if I allowed myself to simply be present for the pain and describe it for myself and breathe it in and not make up a story about it, that something is bad, that something is wrong, even when things feel really fucking wrong, <laughs> right? But there, but there's this way in which I can just be with it, just look at it and say, heartbreak. I see you, heartbreak, heartbreak, burning in my heart, tightening in my chest, stomach dropping, face crunching, face, you know, temples throbbing, ball in my throat, tightness in my throat, and just be with it. And then in the next moment, when little Evie Rose looks at me and says whatever profound wisdom that she says all the time, I can just be beauty, beauty. Here's the beauty, heart open, eyes watering in the moment with it. So this is my quest. And Mama, I hope that you can take on this quest too with me. So that's this week's Mama Truth Show. I'm sending you so very much love as we weather these storms and reminding you that you matter and reminding you to please share the Mama Truth Show
And if you're enjoying the shows, will you do me a favor and rate the show on iTunes? I have a guide on my website at mamatruthshow.com and how to do it because I know it can feel a little complex. It's easiest to do from your phone right there on iTunes, but it makes such a difference because people find the show when there's a lot of reviews. So as always, I appreciate you. I'm sending you so very much love. And until next week, when we talk about feminine financial intelligence, it's Amy Ehlers, the Wake Up Call Coach, signing off, reminding you to keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood. Bye-bye, mamas. Thanks for listening, mamas. Did you know that Amy has a new ebook out? It's called Sacred Self-Care for Moms, Seven Steps to Nurturing Yourself So You Can Be the Mom You Were Born to Be. And you can receive your free copy by going to sacredselfcarebook.com. That's sacredselfcarebook.com. And please don't keep the Mama Truth Show a secret. The biggest compliment you can give is to share the Mama Truth Show with your loved ones and write a review on iTunes. Until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood. <laughs>